Hey, podcast listeners. My name is Troy Weidman, and I'd like to welcome you to Discover the Leader Within, a Reaching Higher podcast. Excited to share that going forward, our audio podcasts will be shorter snippets of our YouTube podcasts, allowing you to easily fit us into your busy day. How can someone in their 20s become an entrepreneur and CEO? Well, in today's podcast with Chris Kleba, you'll discover the leadership principles which propelled Chris in his 20s to do just that. Hear how Chris attributes his success in business to one thing. That's his passion for personal growth. So let's not waste any time. Let's dive into today's interview with Chris. Welcome. Here we're uh, with the Discover the Leader with the podcast with a good friend of mine, Chris Kleba. And uh, welcome, Chris. But uh, before I jump into it, I just want to thank uh, James Gray, one of our Reaching Higher mentors, for partnering with us. Reaching Higher doesn't exist without our mentors and um, without people like you. Uh, you're one of our partners also. So just want to welcome you, Chris, uh, to uh, the Reaching Higher podcast and um, want to also just uh, talk a little bit about your background. Yes, absolutely. Happy to be here, Troy. Um, yeah, interesting background, but you know, always been around business, had an entrepreneurial father pretty young. So I kind of had that bug from a young age of just seeing what was out there in terms of personal growth development, um, paving your own path and getting the tools to go do that. So I always kind of had that bug. And so I had a, had a great example in my dad, but, um, went through life. And then when I was a little bit later, uh, early 20s, you know, I just was too entrepreneurial for my own good and had to yeah. find something, you know, what you put in is what you get out with life, with business, with the people I was around and yeah. kind of threw myself full into that entrepreneur world and started a home office and some businesses and and here we are, off to the races now. And here you are, yep. you're an entrepreneur, you're yep. actually the CEO of uh, Northern Blends, which is uh, Smoothie King, you have yes. multiple franchises, yes. how many franchises? We got, we got 20 and four being built right now, and, so and four up being there, built. yep, and then Buff City Soap, we're up to 12, have some trampoline parks on the East Coast and some restaurants and uh, independent businesses as well here. So I can't imagine that you ever have any time. No, not much. Got to create it <laughs> if so, but yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then uh, you've also said yes to partner with Reaching Higher. You're yes. on our board, Strategic yes. Advisory Council. Um, and uh, you've come in actually to our classrooms and spoke um, mm-hmm. in our sessions yeah. and uh, had a transformational impact with that. Why do you do it? Yeah, I am very, very, very much on that journey myself, and I have found that to be the personal development journey to be the realist and almost only journey there really is that this is all about. Because if if you want anything really, you know, and a lot of us are going to dead end eventually into wanting something, be it happiness or some quality of life or presence that we know we're capable or able of achieving, it's going to dead end into the personal development side of things. And so I am on that journey very much living it every day and could not be more passionate about it because I really believe and been around a lot of mentors that that's the magic and no one no one can escape that or go around it. It's anything you want, you got to go through that discipline and adversity to get there. So I'm so passionate about teaching the skills to go get the quality of presence that you're after. You are, I'll reframe it, you are the most passionate person that I've met around personal leadership <laughs> mm-hmm. development, other than maybe James. Yep, <laughs> that's why we're friends. Yeah. You, 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 you two really yep. are. So um, so where'd that come from? Talk yeah. to me about how, how that uh, came about. Yeah, when I look at, you know, 
I've been thinking a lot about lately in uh, Ed Milet's book that I share with you, that power of one more. You know, we inherit yeah. our emotional homes from our parents. And one of those homes I got from my dad was, I think, that just constant grind of the explorative nature of growth and the expansion of your capacity. So he was always listening mm-hmm. to what were tapes back then, but uh, tapes and books and that personal development side. He was just always telling me, get around, find the best, get around to find mentors from a young age. He was just on me that you have to have a vision for your life and you have to be responsible to expand and create that vision and get the skills and discipline to get there. So I was just around being a student of that for a long time from an early age. So it really came from that. And then of course you go through life and realize nothing external or circumstantial is going to bring you anything you want long-term. So as you start to see those years tick off, you know that nothing is going to change if I don't insert the intentionality choices and discipline to bring me what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No doubt. But I just want to share this. So, and you said a lot about you, but I've come into a coffee shop. We've had a meeting and you were sitting with a young man who redid your floors and you sparked up a conversation and then now you're meeting with them on a periodic basis, yes. once, once a week or twice a week. So here you are, the CEO, but you're willing to carve out of time. You are so passionate about personal leadership development. You want to give it to others. Where did that come from? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think one of the limitations of business is that not everyone you interact with may be ready or want the skills to change their life yet. So unfortunately, one of the realities of business is, you know, there's some, some convincing or some responsibility on us to create that spark. But what gets me excited is the longer you go, a lot of people say they want to change their lives and they say they want these skills and they want to be a leader or they want to provide for their family. But so few people are really willing to get after it unless they're really sick of being where they are and really want to make a change. So those people are rare. And if I find them, I will give them everything I have because that ingredient is what makes the whole thing work. They got to be ready. They got to understand that they're accountable to their lives, that they have some responsibility to get there and they're sick and tired of being where they are. Because I just have a lot of people tell me they're ready. Everyone wants you know, money to be a leader, wants success, wants to change their lives and make an impact. But so few want to understand or at a point in their journey where they can really you know, set sail and just embrace the discomfort and change right. their lives. So people who are willing to be that rare and stand up and say, I'm going to create some separation and go down this scary, lonely world. I'm right there with you. Cause I'm on that journey myself and people like yourself, James, yeah. the camaraderie with those rare few on that path is everything to me. So I'm infinite energy to help people who have that spark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it definitely shows. And I just want to say thank you for who you yes, are thank you. and being willing to do mm-hmm. that. So I want you to, to think about walking into South Line High School. That's where, that's where you spoke to our class uh, a couple of times. And uh, sitting through and coming in and being a keynote speaker for us. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I found so profound is after you kicked it off, after you saw what we were teaching, you stuck around for a little bit, you poured back into some of those students, but you looked me straight in the eyes and you said, Troy, you're teaching the same stuff. You're teaching the same stuff that I'm, we're teaching in our business and that I teach to others and that type of thing. Talk a little bit about your experience in that classroom. Yeah, I think, you know, just on that last point you made, the core of this personal development, leadership development, personal expansion journey is really the same type of ingredients, which is just around skills, discipline, accountability, mm. vision. So those themes are of personal growth or just getting where you want to go, they're the same fundamental themes. So that's why I try to get behind, like you said, a lot of a lot of coffees with people, a lot of classes and programs, but reaching higher stuck out for me because it is so real to those themes and core principles that actually mm-hmm. will make a change in your life. 
And unless you're really growing and ready to make a change in your whole life as a whole and expand your capacity and your quality of being, nothing's going to change. And, and it's those themes that were in reaching higher that I fell in love with. So I, I felt it there in a, in a second. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So one of the things that, that, um, you know, there's a quote that, uh, that I heard you say is actually in your podcast with James. Uh, I think it was episode five. Let me read it back to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And you said this, as a business, you have to live in these subjective, uncomfortable accountability, where accountability's feelings, personal involvement, subjectiveness, people are very uncomfortable. They would rather live in a spreadsheet world. And then you said business and personal is one bucket. Mm -hmm. One bucket. Talk a little bit more about your experience there. Why are you so passionate about that? Yeah, it's just... You know, I, I used to be cautious saying this, but now I feel like I could say it pretty pretty firmly because, you know, you meet enough people at a high level and they all say the same thing. But it's yeah. really about, you know, how you do anything is how you do everything. And it's about really getting after your life in general. And whatever themes you're going to use, like we said, to move the business bucket will be the same skills and discipline and accountability to move any personal buckets or happiness or emotional home buckets in your life. So I think it comes down to, again, those those core principles and elements and that not enough people are truthful about the amount of discomfort or anxiety or uncomfortability you're going to encounter wanting anything and that that should, in fact, be an intentional and welcomed part of the process and uh, something I try to get in my days every day. And when it's not in my days, stuff goes downhill fast. So I'm just so passionate about speaking honestly about leaning into that discomfort. Anyone who wants anything great, there is a massive amount of struggle, discomfort that's going to come with that forever almost. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But you reframe your relationship with it and understand that that is really what gives you the quality of presence and quality of life that, that you need when you know that you have it. Yeah. yeah. And I would even go a point farther. I would say that's where life happens. That's right. When we're in our comfort zone, we're really not living. Mm-hmm. Right, we're not taking yeah. risk. We, if life is to be an adventure, it doesn't happen in That's there. Right. It only yeah. happens out in that courage zone. Something else that uh, that I've heard you say just in your business is actually and I've never heard this before, and I'm a student of it. But when you do your performance reviews, you, your managers actually ask and go through and talk about what's that person's. How are they doing on their personal values? What they, maybe their top three or top mm-hmm. two, so to speak. So I found that so interesting instead of talking about your company's values, that that's where you start. Why do you yes. start there? Yeah. Um, I love this question. I've almost, I would almost rephrase it just a slight way now, but unless people, that goes right back into what we just talked about, unless people want something that is going to move them towards that life, I don't really think our business has anything to offer them. So now knowing what we do well as a company, we've actually redefined that where before we thought, say your number one value was was family. And that's incredible. Nothing wrong with that. But we used to think as long as we engage you around your family, you'll do well. And now we realize just because we we understand what we do, we scale, we go fast and we're intense and we're urgent, that Mm -hmm. if some expansion of skills acquisition or just a different quality of life or some expansion of your being isn't kind of embodied in one of your top values. We just have nothing to offer. It's just, it's not going to be fun and you're going to adapt too long because all we have to offer for the intensity and the chaos and you know, all the stress that can come with it is 
the skills that are going to change your life and the camaraderie of the few that are actually willing to put in the work and do it and create a space where others can create their own dreams within it. So I think that's really how we would look at it now is, like I said, personally, they have to be ready to change and grow. So we try to find values in their life that at least one of them in the top three or five that would lean towards that or suggest that because we just know that our pace is going to rub against someone who does not want that really quickly and not great. So if, if they want that expansion, then everything that we give them will, will hopefully go through that framework. And we try to do a really good job painting the vision of that's why we're doing this. That's why we embrace this uncomfort because that's where the glory comes and the winds come. And that's where you can take care of people and change your lives. So personally, they really have to believe it because as we've seen, you know, there's many a company with values on the wall who's walking in the walk at the door and the employees aren't embodying it. They have to be personally ready. So we try to now merge, um, our company values. And as we found the people that work with us, we're trying to kind of identify what, what ingredient kind of makes both those tick. So we're even adding things like urgency into our values now because uh, spending a long enough time with what works and what doesn't, we've just got good at knowing what, what, what are people motivated by or what do they enjoy when they're around us and they're successful and they're thriving? What do those people have in common? What are the attributes? What are the values? How do they think? What are they looking at the framework for this whole thing? Um, and we just try to become specialists at knowing ourselves and doing some self-reflection with all that. Now that's that's yeah. that's so powerful. What we like to tell our students, and it's not just our youth students, but it's our corporate, is that this is a class about you. Mm-hmm. And it's profound. When we talk to a student, think about them coming in and, right, it's always been math subject. It's been English. Yeah. It's been all these subjects yeah. on topics. But this is, this is, we go to them, how would you like to take a class about you? All about you. And that's where it comes from, the personal values that's there. And honestly, if you start with organizational values and you give someone some hard training, it just doesn't stick. Mm -hmm. Because it's really, your organizations are nothing but a product of your people. Yeah. And, And therefore, that's there. So you mentioned another word about, and you actually changed your company's definition of trust mm-hmm. expand on that a little yeah, bit what did you so, change it from and to yeah this is I, you know looking back at old podcasts part of the fun of personal growth is you hardly recognize yourself from even <laughs> a year or three or five ago things change so fast you're such a student yeah. of the whole thing but this one holds pretty true or truer about trust not being you know i can count on so and so to do their job and they can count on me to do mine trust is really about vulnerability transparency mm. Uh, and that's another very uncomfortable kind of subjective place where people don't like to be. But again, that's where you, yeah. you got to really air everything out and get it out on the table and have people that understand that we have to be vulnerable and uncomfortable to get to this greatness. And that if you really want to win, this isn't a style, this isn't a choice, this isn't an option. The people who have won, they all live this stuff, breathe this stuff. And this is the way we got to do it. Well, that's it for today's podcast. I believe today's podcast can be summarized when Chris said, How you do anything is how you do everything. See, for Chris, leadership isn't about compartmentalizing it to his work, his profession. It's a way of life. I want to take this opportunity again to thank the Michigan Institute of Athletics and Reaching Higher mentor James Gray for producing this podcast. Reaching Higher would not exist without our volunteer mentors and business partners. If you're interested in joining our cause to impact the future in the world through personal leadership, please go to Partner With Us, available on our website. Minimally, though, if you are encouraged, 
please help someone by sharing, liking, and giving us a positive review. If you're a graduate, we would love to hear from you and learn more about your story of reaching higher or topics you may want to hear about on this podcast. Also, if you feel like you're not quite reaching your potential, hey, remember, we're reaching higher. We can help as we now have adult youth programs and we're serving organizations. You can connect with us by going to our website at www.reachinghigherinc.org. Again, that's www.reachinghigherinc.org to check out how Reaching Higher can help you discover the leader within you.